Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. One rental at a time. It is, of course, your daily financial news. Uh, what I got for you today, first and foremost, remember, 8 a.m. Pacific or in about 30 minutes, we will be going live for one hours of Q&A. Typically, we talk real estate, economy, the Fed, things of that nature. Come join, come have a party. Uh, I will do my best to recognize everyone that joins. Say a quick hello. I'm still at the level where I generally can do that. So come on by. 8 a.m. Pacific, we go for 60 minutes. And then if you are one of my students, don't forget that at 9 o'clock, we will be going live in our little private Facebook group where we can have a more intimate discussion. So um, look forward to all of that. So uh, when I look at the financial news of the morning, uh, a couple of things come to mind. Uh, let's talk about the week ahead. Something I always try to do Saturday or Sunday is give you some color on what is what is going on. Uh, Monday, uh, we get earnings from Nike. Nike's going to be interesting for a couple of reasons. First and foremost, remember, Nike was the validation 90 days ago that the Chinese consumer was backing off. Remember, we got our first signal from Starbucks, and then Nike validated it. So again, we're going to be looking to see Nike's earnings if they once again highlight weakness, weakness in China, which again, I believe the Chinese economy is not nearly as strong as many think it is. Tuesday, we have NVIDIA's Investor Day, which is interesting. The chip sector has been getting hit a lot. It'll be interesting to see uh, what they are talking about as far as backlog and delays and things of that nature, along with Adobe, right? Adobe is one of those uh, cloud-based software solutions that's had a good run. Uh, We will see uh, what they have to say. Wednesday's a big day. We get General Mills. It's a food producer. How bad is inflation? How bad is shipping? How bad is, what do they expect from the rest of the world, right? General Mills produces stuff that takes wheat as an input. And uh, if you haven't been paying attention, wheat has been skyrocketing. So will General Mills highlight food inflation? Will they talk about hedges they may have had in place to protect themselves? It will be interesting. And then KB Homes. KB Homes, kind of a first-time homebuyer builder. What is going on? What have they seen? Uh, are they seeing uh, buyers back out? See, home builders, home builders. This is where you're going to see some of the cracks because what happens? You walk in with your husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, solo, whatever it is. You sign on a contract to buy a home. It's going to be delivered three, six, seven months from now, you have quite a bit of interest rate risk. I wonder how many people are canceling contracts. Think about it. Think about it. Seriously. You may have signed a contract where the 30 year was at 3%. It's at four and a half now. That's a different payment. So again, it'll be interesting to see 
uh, where cracks are in new home builders. I suspect it's a little early. It will be next quarter where we see the pain, uh, but it will be interesting to see if KB Homes gives us any indication. I don't expect it, but I wouldn't be shocked if they say something. Thursday, big day, Darden Restaurants. Darden Restaurants, kind of that middle-of-the-road uh, restaurateur. It'll be interesting to see if we're getting out, enjoying services. Uh, it'll be interesting to talk about wages, right? They've talked about historically having a problem hiring folks after they're raising prices, what is going on there. And then Friday, the big number of the week. Every week, there's a big economic number, seemingly. This Friday is consumer sentiment. Folks, the last report on consumer sentiment was the worst in 11 years. How could this report not be even worse? The consumer is getting smacked repeatedly. It's like walking into the ring and getting hit by Mike Tyson over and over and over again. On Wednesday of this past week, I told you that I thought the consumer cracked. Right. I got multiple uh, communications from brokers and agents saying buyers are backing out. Higher gas, higher food, higher housing costs, higher interest rate. It's higher, higher, higher. So it'll be interesting to see if consumer sentiment validates that. Looking at the average 30-year mortgage is interesting. I did that yesterday. 40-year mortgage average 4.16. First time it's over 4.1 since May of 2019. Just last week, I think it was 4.03. So still going up. One year ago, just for grins, 3.09%. I think it was uh, Redfin, might have been Zillow, uh, put out an article yesterday that said if you waited a year to buy your home, like for like, you are now spending 27% more to buy your home. I hope you did not listen to all of those crash idiots uh, talking about this and that crash. It The math was never there. The setup was never there. Sure, the price may be as high or higher than last time, but if you watch my channel, you know it is not price, it is payment. So if you took action and you found a good deal last year, you were sitting on probably 10 to 15% appreciation, and most importantly, you have locked in cheap money. So hopefully you did that. Hopefully you did not listen to the crash, folks. Looks like new home construction is something we're going to have to be looking at. Uh, we have now started the most new homes since 2006. New home construction went up 22% year on year in a pretty impressive 6.8% month on month. I want to call, not quite BS, but I want to tie multiple points together. What is something we've been talking about with builders the last six to nine months? If you've been on my channel, you, we've been introduced to this concept called dead days. Dead days simply said are days where there's no activity going on on a house being built. In addition, we have heard about builders waiting for supplies, so they are laying foundations. If you lay a foundation, you technically have started the house. Even though if you lay the foundation now and you have no problems, no plans to start building the sticks or the frames, it still counts. 
So I suspect nobody has done the work to really realize we got a bunch of pads. We got a bunch of foundations. We have no frames. I believe much of this new home construction is simply economic reporters not tying together multiple data points. So we shall see. National Association of Realtors does estimate that the U.S. is short 5.2 million homes. Basically, over the last decade, uh, we are short over 5 million homes. Yesterday, I talked about two Fed presidents calling for half a point rate increase. One was James Bullard, and I blanked on the second, so I made sure to write it down today. His name is Chris Waller. He is saying, these are his words, I am quoting, the data screams 50 basis point, uh, 50 basis point. Chris wants to front load multiple 50 basis point raises. Uh, and he says, we need to just do it and stop talking about it. Well, no joke, Chris. Where the hell were you two days ago or three days ago? Very disappointing. Uh, but it does look like our May Fed meeting, which is the next one. Uh, I don't know what the odds are. I'll go look them up. But it looks like uh, the Fed is telling Wall Street 50 basis points is coming. At least that's what it feels like as of this morning. Again, I already talked about waiting one year cost you 27%. Think about that. You buy a house last year, it cost you a $1,000 payment. I'm just doing $1,000 because it's easy math. Now you want to buy the same house, you're spending $1,270. Again, I hope you did the work. I hope you hope you got your cheap 30-year money and you were not swayed by people talking about crashes. People talk about crashes because it makes them money, not because it makes you money. Terrible. Uh, February housing numbers are out, kind of total statistics. 729,000 listings, that's of all types. That is down 27% or no, down 25% year on year, and it's down 48% from two years ago. Pretty crazy. Fannie Mae is watching this channel, folks. It's pretty crazy. Fannie Mae is now calling for real estate transactions to fall this year. I keep telling you, we could have a housing crash, but it would be transactions, not price. Fannie Mae now is estimating 4.1% decline in transactions. Looks like credit cards are going up. Again, I am nervous about the consumer. Credit card uh, balance now is $856 billion. Uh, that is now a record. It grew the fastest in the last quarter in 22 years. That's, I, it bothers me every time somebody talks about $1.2 trillion in excess savings. I, nobody gave, gave me the data, but my guess is the top 10% has most of that savings and the other 90% of Americans are now living on credit cards. It's not good. Mark Mobius, another rich white guy. Uh, Mark Mobius is saying the Fed, in order to get ahead of inflation, will ultimately have to get the Fed funds rate, Fed funds to over 7%. Can you imagine? I'm not saying that's going to happen. I'm just in my head when I when I hear crazy numbers like that, I go, oh, my God, 7% Fed funds 
that probably means the two year is 9%. 30 year money is probably 10 and a half. Crazy. Wow. Here's a question for you that you probably don't realize. What year, this is, this is audience participation. Get ready to uh, type a response. What year, what year was the last time that the Fed funds rate was 6%? What year? Do you think we have to go all the way back to the 1980s and Paul Volcker? When do you think the last time the Fed funds rate was 6%? Let me know. I'm going to go on to my next topic and I will come back. The closing topic before we answer the question of the day is what cities, what five cities are people leaving and what five cities are people coming to? So people are fleeing San Francisco, Los Angeles, New York, Seattle, and Washington, D.C. They are going to Miami, Phoenix, Tampa, Sacramento, and Las Vegas. Kind of makes sense. That's what we're seeing in the real estate prices and appreciation makes a lot of sense. So now, the question of the day, what year was the Fed funds rate last at 6%? The answer, 2001. Mr. Greenspan, 2001. Yeah, it's uh, that surprised me. If you would have asked me before I read that article, I would not have guessed 2001. Pretty crazy. Yep. All right, folks. Remember, 8 a.m., we will be uh, going live and answering your questions, saying hello, having a good time. Take care of yourself. Bye-bye.